my friend's dad, he worked for First Wisconsin, and one year he took me to the fireworks, and they had, it was a thing that First Wisconsin either rented out the war memorial. So that was like bougie fireworks watching. <laughs> Super yes. awesome. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 512 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I don't know if you noticed yesterday. I imagine if you're up with us right now, this is part of your regular routine. You usually get up at 5 or whatever, and it's on TMJ, and here we are. And so if you were up early with us yesterday, Eric was here, and then Eric was not here. <laughs> now, technically, you could say I wasn't here at all. You weren't. <laughs> Eric was not well yesterday, no. and I, I just wanted to share this because Eric's talked with all of you about his type 1 diabetes over the years, and we've helped raise money for sure, yeah. JDRF awesome. and other things. And I've known you for a long time. I've always known that that's part of your life, trying to manage that. Uh, but I'd never seen it affect you in any real particular way. And yesterday, you were not well. Typically, uh, the short-term outcome of a problem when it comes to type 1 is when you have a low blood sugar, right? When you go into shock and there can be seizures and whatnot if your blood sugar dips too low. Um, and okay, well, I'm was, glad we didn't do yeah, that This yesterday. was the exact opposite of this. This is actually more of a long-term problem, but it, it started to affect me in the real time was my blood sugar was too high, and I just could not get it to come down. And it got to a point where it was actually concerning me, but then it also, like, the uh, the effects of it, holy cow. Like, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, how that feels. What did it exactly do to you? Um, well, it, it's... Did like you get whole, scatterbrained and stuff? Yeah, or well, is it's that part of it. Low? You definitely get distracted. Okay. But, um, no, it's more of, like, your whole body... It's affected because there's blood everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just uh, very, very cold, um, very achy, very dehydrated. Like I, when you smell, like you smell um, sawdust. At least I do. Um, and also, you just you you get stomach aches and all that. I mean, and then sometimes you know there might be a trip to the bathroom to let something out. You know, so there's issues with that. Um, so yeah, it was awful, and it was enough where like I have to get get home to get this figured out now. A smart diabetic would have had like a syringe on hand, like most type ones are smart enough to carry uh, syringes and all this with them at all times. I I typically do not do that. Well, not, all right, now don't do you go have, beat you yourself up. You have a pump up, though, right? I do have a pump, but uh, some you know there can be for whatever there can reason be mechanical issues for that. Yeah. So, well, glad you're much better yes. this morning. You are visibly and audibly <laughs> much better this morning, and we were I'm glad happy to be here. Glad to take the ship. In your absence, and good to have you back. 514, Brandon's Got Sports, coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The NBA Finals got underway in Denver last night. The Nuggets were up 17 at halftime, and they never looked back, cooling down the heat by a final score of 104-93. Miami had a rough shooting night, and head coach Eric Spoltra isn't blaming the mile-high altitude for it. We're not even getting into any of that stuff. Uh, our guys are in great shape. They're ready to compete. Uh, if uh, Denver wants to tip this thing off at the top of uh, Everest, we'll do that. This thing is going to be decided between the four lines. Nikola Jokic recorded his first finals triple-double of his career, tallying 27 points, 10 rebounds, and 14 assists, helping his team secure the early one game to zero lead. Game two is set for Sunday. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. 
The Green Bay Packers will wrap up block two of their OTAs later today. All eyes will be on number 10 as this offseason continues and training camp starts to near. Packers all-pro left tackle with what he's seen from the new quarterback as optimism headlines the summer of love. I think the biggest thing is the control uh, and demeanor in the huddle from his, like from being back here from the beginning of the uh, organized team activities. His ability to go in and out of the different checks, not stumbling over the words of all the vernacular of our play calls, and to really manipulate and go at a more of a advanced level of playing the game at quarterback. With a record of 29-27, and 27, the Brewers' road trip continues later today in Cincinnati with Game 1 of a four-game set against the Reds. Cincinnati on a bit of a winning streak here. Winners of five straight games. Corbin Burns and company will look to slow them down. That first pitch is set for 4-10. And lastly, over to the ice as the Milwaukee Admirals used a total of four goals in periods two and three to even things up in the Western Conference Finals against Coachella Valley, defeating the Firebirds by a final of 5-2. Game five sure should be rocking in Milwaukee as the ads look to take the three games to two lead. Puck drop is set for 6 p.m. at the Panther Arena. An important summertime tradition here in Milwaukee is back again. Who we have to thank for it? That story next. A time-honored tradition, several times canceled due to COVID, in some cases lack of funding, lack of workers. It's back once again for the Independence Day holiday. I mean, I want to give you a live look right here. I am at Reservoir Park, where people are watching those lakefront fireworks here from the hill. I think they have a really stunning view, if you ask me. Yeah, TMJ4's Jessica Maduker there reporting on the July 3rd fireworks that returned after its hiatus or their hiatus, depending on how you want to say it. Actually, probably more focused on the word hiatus. Triple word score for me this morning. Well done. Fireworks back once again at Milwaukee's Lakefront on July 3rd. And just announced they are once again at 9.30 on the 3rd. I'm going to list all the sponsors here, Eric, in a quote from Milwaukee County Parks Director Guy Smith. Thanks again to our generous sponsors, American Family Insurance, Milwaukee Parks Foundation, and TNM Partners. Additionally, we've collaborated with the City of Milwaukee, Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office, and the United States Coast Guard to ensure a safe and enjoyable celebration for families. I know people don't probably much care or give much much mind to who the sponsors but are. there is a reason. Yes. We have the fireworks, and those folks are helping with that. They're not free. They're free for you to go to, but, mm-hmm. but they're not free to put on. And so you need these community partners to, to step up and to do that. I, I'm old enough where it was the uh, where it was first Wisconsin that put on the fireworks, which later became, what, First Star, and, and then, then U.S. US Bank, Bank swallowed them up, yep. and then U.S. Bank sponsored the fireworks for mm-hmm. a number of years mm-hmm. and then pulled out. Um, my friend's dad, he worked for First Wisconsin, and one year he took me to the fireworks, and they had... It was a thing that First Wisconsin either rented out the War Memorial. So that was like bougie fireworks watching. <laughs> Super yes. awesome. We got to coast in at like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, so you didn't have to be out there all day to get your spot. Everything was taken care of. You didn't and, spend the night before. No, <laughs> right, or several. We had some nice chairs, access to the bathrooms. Food was there. Very there was nice. grilling and, and whatnot. So it was all taken care of. Do you know who's anti-firework? Or at least gets frustrated at, at everyone going out there and spending the day out there or the night before the day. Who's that then? You want to guess? One person that works here? Oh, Scafidi? <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> what is it? Stuff exploding. What's the big deal? Yeah, they shoot it up and it explodes. You want an explosion? I can give you an explosion. What's the big deal? 
We're going to have some fun on my show. Well, I think actually what bugs him the most about it is the what it, oftentimes a day after you see a giant mess. There's a lot of garbage and whatnot. Okay, there's garbage and it gets cleaned up. In fact, that was you know part of the issue that Wonky County Parks had said over the years, uh, last couple of years when it was canceled. Like once COVID was largely past us and all that, then that wasn't the excuse anymore for mm-hmm. why you didn't have it. And they were saying like, we don't have the workers like, we're way down on people. There's a lot of setup. There's a lot of breakdown. There's a lot of cleanup. Yep. County Park said they, did, they didn't have the workers. So, uh, you know, again, on that, props and respect and gratitude to all those groups. Again, American Family, Milwaukee Parks Foundation. Uh, my friend Ted Kellner and his wife Mary and the Kelvin Foundation and TNM Partners. And then, of course, the parks workers, the sheriff's office, Coast Guard out there as well working the event. County Executive David Crawley, I credit for pushing to bring this thing back, making sure that they did have the workers. And uh, don't forget, it's only about a month away. So if you, to Eric's point there, if you do want a spot on the lakefront, you should probably get down there now (laughs) and put out your strings and your tape and your barriers. Just like the Marquette move-in day, that's one of those days where you always see those interviews and those stories on TV the morning. We've had them here. We've sent reporters there talking to the guy making the eggs because he spent the second, the night of the second into the third Spending the whole night there. We got our caution tape, means don't enter. And then we wrapped it around and then we came back uh, today. And it was untouched. It was untouched. Put up our caution tape, don't enter. Speaking of that, not to change that, I know we got to get to to the anthem, but uh, Menominee Falls is changing their July 3rd fireworks a little bit. Oh, yeah? They always have them on the 3rd also, and typically you can get set up for the parade 24 hours in advance. Not this year. Not letting that happen this year. You have to set up on the day of the of the event for the parade. I like that. Like it just prevent it saves us from ourselves and the lunacy that this breeds because or it adds more lunacy. <laughs> <laughs> now you're waiting in some other staging area to go right. and find. That's what and they claim call your rope spot. drop. Right. They drop yeah. the yes, rope yeah, and everyone's absolutely. like. Ah! I we can get more into it as it gets closer because I know I'm going to want to talk about it. I love the July 3rd fireworks. I don't like the days of camping and the more more importantly, the tape that you put out and say, like, this is the stake that I've claimed and you can't put your chair here. And I'm just gone for a day and just honor the tape that I've set up. <laughs> right. like, come on. Got our caution tape means don't enter. Five forty one on this Friday morning. Get ready to be blown away. <laughs> Sure. Yes. You're going to be amazed. For the first time, starting at 11 a.m. today, 11 a.m. Central Time, you can see Mars as it is right now. Or 15 minutes ago when the actual signal got sent out. The European Space Agency is set to stream on YouTube the first live images directly from Mars. Now, hang on. Didn't, like, Mars rover and all that stuff give us... Real-time images, well, or kinda, you know, but to Debbie's is, point, right, it takes a little bit of while yeah. for the signal to get here, but as close to live as we could but get. But this is live streaming. Of, all the time. Yes, all the time, so you can just pop this on. It's uh, from the European Space Agency. They're set to stream it on YouTube. 11 a.m. today, it celebrates the 20th anniversary of the launch of the Mars Express, a mission to take three-dimensional images of the planet's surface to see if it's, you know, what it is. So they're going to do this so you'll be able to go on there and see that, yes, there will be a 50-second delay. It won't necessarily be a video. There'll be a new image every 50 seconds. So it's just going to send back a still shot. So the only thing more anticlimactic than this would be like the NFL draft or something, like where you're like, oh, okay, there, (laughs) it's over now. (laughs) Well, because, right, it's going to be not that exciting. And I like space stuff, but 
It's just it's a barren planet. There's not much going on. It's a still shot. We've seen pictures from Mars. So I'm gonna be freaky to get that little uh, little Martian guy. Yeah, walking in the <laughs> walking background. around to <laughs> begin the live stream. So they estimate it'll take about 17 minutes for the light needed to form the images to travel directly from Mars to Earth, and then another minute to get through the wires and servers on the ground. They've tried everything they can to make this work, but they said this is a first for them to be able to have this stream. So every 50 seconds, it'll beat, beat, beat. So, and again, not live video? Picture, it's not I guess. moving Just stuff. like imagery, yeah. But, you know, if you do the... Uh, <laughs> if you speed it up. Speed it up, put it together. <laughs> time lapse kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a time lapse. Like old timey nice. animation. Right, yes. <laughs> Maybe know. we might okay. see some UAPs. Ooh. Yeah. I just want to see a dude looking in. Kung, kung, kung. Peeking into the camera. What's hey, this? Growing uh, potatoes and living a life of a Martian. All right, well, 11 o'clock. Yes. Get ready. Stand by your computer. <laughs> 543. Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. It's officially a new era in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is out. Jordan Love is in. Many experts around the league with that unproven quarterback at the helm believe the Packers are rebuilding. You can count second-year wide receiver Christian Watson as not one of them. I definitely feel like it's you know it's it's the crutch that everyone wants to lean on outside of the facility. You know, not not knowing what's going on in here. You know, it's it's easy to say that you know they lost you know Aaron. It's going to be you know a down year or whatever. Uh, I feel like that's just the easy route to take. But I mean, that's that's none of our mentality in here. You know, we're we're, we're never trying to you know think of it as you know a rebuild or whatever people want to you know say it is. You know, our goal each and every year is to you know win the North and and you know make the playoffs and, and win a Super Bowl. Block two. Two of the OTAs wraps up today for the Packers and will resume again starting on June 5th. Over to the NBA as the Denver Nuggets strike gold in their first ever finals game, cooling down the heat by a final score of 104 to 93 to grab the one game to zero lead. Miami had a rough night shooting, but isn't blaming the weather or the high altitude for it. They also got to come back to Miami if we want to make it a, a, about that. We'll turn off the air conditioning. They got to play in uh, 90 degree uh, humidity. This thing is going to be decided between those four lines. Nikola Jokic had a pretty good game, recording his first finals triple double of his career, tallying 27 points, 10 boards, and 14 assists. Game two is set for Sunday in Denver. Tip off is at 7 p.m. With a record of 29 and 27, and after dropping two out of three in Toronto, the Brewers' road trip continues today in Cincinnati with game one of four against. In game one, with game one of four against the Cincinnati Reds, the Reds are on a bit of a winning streak here. Winners of five straight. Corbin Burns and company will look to slow them down. That first pitch is set for four ten. And last but never least, the Admirals even things up in the Western Conference Finals, defeating Coachella Valley by a final score of five to two at the Panther Arena Thursday night. The Ads will look to take the three games to two lead on Saturday in Milwaukee before taking off for Palm Springs for Game Six. Coming up, we turn the microphone over to the producer of the program. We'll see what Greg has cooking up in the Pancake Breakfast Special. Five fifty-one. now, Greg Pancake Kill is the producer of Wisconsin's Morning News, and he got his nickname, people still ask me, because he used to work at the Pancake House on the south side. Every week we have a lot of ideas for the show. Some of them make it in, and some of them don't. So we assign Greg to whip up a little something with the leftovers here on this Friday morning. Is the pancake breakfast special? What about breakfast? We've already had it. 
We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? This segment is Mike Spaulding's fault. So before anything happens, send your emails to him. I know everyone out there listening catches every minute of Wisconsin's morning news, but just in case you missed it, we did take time to cover a good part of the Scripps National Spelling Bee, which we have plenty for you ahead of today. They did have a champion yesterday, Dev Shaw. Congratulations to our guy, 14-year-old from Largo, Florida. But it was this comment in yesterday's show made at 8.24 a.m., that piqued my interest. Well, while we're speaking of degenerate spellers, <laughs> you think people bet on this? Can you put oh, money down? Sure. Right? You can bet on anything. Okay. Yeah, it's a good question. A question that I followed up on because Vince, you'll be happy. No, you're absolutely correct. You can definitely bet on <laughs> the spelling bee. And to lead this off will not be the debate of if the spelling bee is a sport or not, which means we could have bet on it in Wisconsin outside the walls of Potawatomi. That's an entirely different discussion, one we can have later. But just in case we can't legally have this discussion, let's go somewhere where the legality leash is a little bit looser. Let's go to Vegas, baby. So everything we talk about now is completely okay. Okay, cool. Nevertheless... Here are the bets that you could have put down and the results of them. A bet you would have lost. Will there be co-champions? The favorite bet of this was yes, which would have scored you $110 if you bet $100. A bet that is hit from 2014 to 2019. And for the B aficionados, they remember that the 2019 finals, there were, count them, eight co-champions. Yeah. Wow. That's too many. Yeah. <laughs> too many. I mean, it prompted rule changes. It did indeed. So they will no longer, that will be the favorite bet from now on because it's now almost impossible to have a co-champion. A bet that did hit this year was, will the winner be wearing braces? Dev was wearing braces, which means if you put down $100, you'd have taken home 150 crisp big ones. A great value bet, honestly, because yes, the underdog, quote unquote, bet in this meaning that the favorite was the winner to not be wearing braces. And of course, the winning letter of the first word is something that you could have bet on. Now, (laughs) here's the interesting part. There were three options, A through H, I through Q, and R through Z. Now, conventional wisdom tells you that the safe bet is I through Q and R through Z. That's a nine-letter spread. Sure. Then the earlier bets A through H is only an eight letter spread. But, but the words are more or the letters are more unique. Indeed. Bet, right? right. Yeah. And what was the word that he won on Eric? Sumophile? Uh close. Samophile. Samophile. Either way, does anyone want to give a shot at spelling that right now? Well, Eric, ha- you can't because you've read it. I was in the gonna script. say, who hasn't seen Who it? hasn't seen the word? Uh, okay. A samophile. We can do this together, Deb. Okay. S. S. I'll go first. S. Okay. A. Okay. We don't even. No, you're both no, wrong. Yeah, you're both wrong. wrong. You're already. both wrong. Do you want to give it a try again? It's a P. It's a P. It's a P. Yeah. Yeah. Like a pseudonym or. Pesamophile. Yeah. Okay. Like psycho. Psychic. It starts with a P. A bet that would have scored you one hundred and sixty-five dollars wow. on a one hundred dollar bet. A M I. P-H-I-L-E? It doesn't matter. Pretty close, but no. <laughs> but no, not at all. You have better bets Q betting on what the, the final J. word will be. So there you have it. If you aren't a Spelling Bee fan, you don't have to be. Because what you really want is you can turn into, oh, not that, into this. If 
you really want to, but please do it responsibly. My goodness. What do the kids know? See, now, right now, there's some bookie knocking on a guy's door in Vegas right now, <laughs> cracking his knuckles. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm just here about See, your bet. This always, makes, this always makes me nervous, though, because I feel collect. like there's too much that can affect it, right? Like, there are sure. ways that someone could affect it. Dad of the winner could put in a call and, and have his kid throw the... Oh, right? yeah. oh getting, the kids yeah, would kids? throw imagine, imagine asking a 14-year-old who does not care about money <laughs> Dad, at my all. teeth aren't ready yet. No, what? you're getting those braces off. <laughs> What's our guy's name, Dav? Dav, Dav yes. Yeah. Dav Shah. Yeah. Dav gets the uh, alleyway contact. <laughs> right? Hey, Dav. <laughs> you, seem, you seem like a smart kid. You seem real smart. You're doing real good. In the, I see you do real good in the spelling bee. Guess what, kid? You're taking a dive. <laughs> yeah, Samophile starts with an S. Samophile starts with an S. That's the name of the new Scorsese film coming up. <laughs> Samophile? Right. Yeah. Do you want the origin of that, by the way? Please. It is someone who is really into salmon. <laughs> Samophile. Hey, kid. <laughs> Tomorrow when you're up there on that stage, you'll be looking real good. Just make sure you take a dive. Remember who told be you. swimming with the right? salmon. <laughs> He'll be swimming nice. with the salmon. 557. Business headlines are up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Teddy Nichol. The former pita pit on Milwaukee's east side could be replaced with a bubble tea shop that could open in July. The new business on North Farwell Avenue would serve boba tea drinks and other beverages. A proposed $75 million venture capital program intended to boost Wisconsin's economy faced a recent setback on its way to possible approval through the state's budget process. The program could still potentially be created via other mechanisms. The Cardinal Stritch University campus is officially on the market as the institution closes its doors. Any buyer would need approval from both Fox Point and Glendale, and leaders in the two communities are collaborating to review potential plans for the site. I'm Teddy Nykel with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.